to an episode of the Nerd Variety Podcast. We're very excited to be here today. It's finally summertime and it's getting warm outside and I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm Hannah and I'm joined by my other hosts. We got Hayden. Hi, I'm Hayden. Yes. And Josh. Hey, it's Josh. It is I, Josh. Yes, just Josh, just Josh. Um, Very excited about today. We're going to be talking about The Witcher. Um, For anyone who doesn't know, The Witcher is, it's a TV show on Netflix. It's three video games and how many books? I was just actually trying to figure this out. I I don't have all of them. I have most of them. I think it's about a total of maybe eight. Okay, my brain was telling me six, but I've never read any of them. So I don't know why that number was in there. Well, I mean, my brain says six too. It's weird because they're <laughs> the first two that came out, which are like a collection of short stories. Mm. And then you have like the numbered books in the series, mm. which is one, two, three, four, five, six. And I think okay. that's it, which is why. Maybe I'm, that's why we were thinking six. That's, that's what yeah. I was thinking, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's only six numbered ones. Unfortunately, it's annoying mm. for me. I have one, two, three, and five. Ugh. I'm having the same problem with this manga that I'm trying to collect right now. I have every volume up to 23 except 18, 19, and 21. And they're out of print. And so I found volume 18 on Amazon for $300. No. And I was like, what? <laughs> so we'll see if no. that collection ever gets finished. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I I'll feel get lucky. You, I feel you. The struggle is... Uh... <laughs> with comics trying to like you want to read yeah you can buy each episode each entry into the into a series um like i tried to do with the teen titans rebirth but mm-hmm. it's just like i'm just getting a whole lot of extra i, I need, don't have enough space for all these yeah. i just need to get the and just you just want to get the big collected edition of the big right. of, of a big story instead of well just yeah a, and that's a, lot of, a lot of little issues of a, of a big of a big story yeah, and that's, that's my problem i was like, the graphic novels are if you get yeah. like a graphic novel of like a story like you yeah. get the main story arc but it's it's all scattered throughout like different characters like yeah. um, comic yeah. books and then it's it's so weird yeah well my yeah. thing is this manga that I'm, I'm trying to find they have a new collector's edition and I can find all of those but I have 20 cop like 20 of the the old ones and so now I'm trying to find old ones and they're not in print anymore and I can't find them and I'm like I don't want ones that don't match my collection so I went to a bookstore bookstore for the first time since quarantine and I looked and they didn't have them but they did have the witcher books and I didn't buy them um because I didn't know which one was first well (laughs) I was like we just got all of them just to be on the safe side next time we next time we see each other I'll bring you the first two you just have to remind me and actually go to things that we go I know I know I know um yeah so it's funny funny because we we I just listened to the media adaptations to see if we talked about the witcher and (laughs) Hayden had said he was gonna let you borrow the books beginning of last year oh yeah We'll get around to it eventually. Um, We're we're talking about The Witcher today. So the first thing is, I just want to know sort of your guys' general impressions of uh, kind of the world that they're set in and the idea of a Witcher. As far as I know, like this is the only piece of media that has like this idea of a Witcher, which is interesting to me because it's got so many other creatures 
if you will, from other sorts of mythologies and stuff, you know, vampires and, and werewolves and all sorts of things. And of course they're different, but like they're taking all of these same creatures, but then a the witcher is something brand new. So what do you your, what do you guys think about like the idea of a witcher? I think it's very interesting. It, it is interesting. And of course, the first thought that you that you get, at least the first thought I got, was, you know, it's, well, obviously it's like a witch. Right. <laughs> but, but it's, it's not. Not, not which, really like, like The thing is, it's, I think it's just a, an interesting title because it does kind of make you just wonder, like, what does that mean? Because, right. Yeah. Uh, and like he he sort of you know uses he sort of uses um, yes. like magic. That's what I was yeah. looking for. Sorry, I I'm yeah. blanking on the word magic. Um, like he uses sort of spells. They're signs instead. Mm. Uh, but mostly, of course, he's, you know, he is a monster hunter. Right. Um, and just having that whole thing around, like, what they are is very fascinating because there's not really anything quite like them, uh, to mm -hmm. my knowledge. Right. In other well, and I also think about how how a witcher comes to be a witcher, which I can't remember if there's a name for that process, but, like, it's basically the idea that they, it's like a... a alchemical like surgery almost where where they turn yeah. children into these witchers it's like oh not like a very small percentage of them even survive and the whole thing is is fascinating to me josh i can't remember exactly how much of that they go into in just the show do you remember the way he describes it it is a um you know a process where there's you know, he was one of several other boys that they attempt to, you know, witchify, right. witcherify. Sure. <laughs> um, and it was very painful. They had especially having to fix their eyes to help them see in the dark and right. give them all these, you know, enhancements. Uh, kind of like compared to, you can kind of compare it to how they may make super soldiers in other, you know, uh, sci-fi media. Sure. Uh, but painful process and not, not all of them survive um that's the that's the the vibe i got from from uh from the from the, from the tv series yeah and that that's about my understanding as well you know actually talking about it now it sort of makes me think of uh dragon age dragon age origins like with the wardens uh you, you, have you guys played dragon age mm -mm, no nope. oh, oh. nope Thing. well yeah so in in that um you have the wardens or the, the gray wardens um and that's who he plays in the first game and they have this ritual where they it, it's a whole thing but basically they have to kill these like monsters and it's another thing where it's there there's nothing exactly like them so it's a whole complicated thing but uh, they, you kill them, you get vials of their blood, and there's a ritual where they, where everybody being inducted has to drink the blood of these monsters, mm. and not everyone survives. Like mm. in uh, in the game at the beginning, um, 
there's you and like, I think two others that are being inducted with you. One of them drinks it and he dies. And another sees it and gets scared and tries to back out. So they get, so they kill him. And then of course the player character is the only one that survives. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it, it made me think of that because it's one of those things it there's this obviously again like this ritual that affects your being mm -hmm. and it's it's not really a natural thing uh it's something to make them better fighters and better able to do the job that they're supposed to do and it's very painful and you know not a lot of people survive it yeah remind me how did yennefer become kind of who she is and because like i'm trying to met like did she go through a similar process i want to well, say that it was it's not the same but like i've i've always I, found I, it to be very complicated yeah um i think in the show they explain it more than they have in the books hmm. um at least at the point that i'm at in the books honestly i've i've gotten lazy and I haven't, uh, I've made it through two full books and I'm, I'm in the first numbered one still, mm -hmm. um, maybe about halfway through or probably less, but yeah. Um, I, I don't think they really fully explain it by this mm -hmm. point. Um, though it is, it is a thing and you pick up throughout the games at least and in some of the books, definitely some of the things that she has to go through or that mm -hmm. just the sorceresses in general have to go through mm -hmm. um of course there's the whole thing where like they i think they essentially stop aging and yeah. then of course they can't have children mm -hmm. uh, yeah which mm -hmm. is a big thing big thing um, <laughs> yeah and it's it does uh again they definitely go through this in the show that it's a major thing it definitely like changes their appearance it, right. well, it changes their body like their structure mm -hmm. right so that's well, and thing. i distinctly remember in the show not all of the girls who were like initiates or whatever became do they call them witches do they call them i can't remember what they call them it should Sorc be the sor sorceresses. sorceresses yeah that's what Sorcerers, i was thinking sorceresses. yeah so a lot of the girls who were sort of trying to become sorceresses not they were not allowed yeah, to like they like they had that they all were summoned because they had some kind of magical ability or they mm -hmm. use magic in some way shape or form but during the training process a lot of them didn't make the cut or they didn't have enough skill to right. use it so they turned them into uh you know power battery yeah yeah so it's not like a side effect of going through the process that killed them it's just you people suck yeah yeah the or the organization sucks yeah yeah but you know it's still only a, only a certain percentage of people make it through so it's kind of similar yeah like maybe 15 percent. yeah yeah you don't um, die yeah so <laughs> Sorry. So Joss, having only seen the show, is there a reason that you haven't been interested in the games or the books or, or haven't gotten into them? Um, me being, uh, you know, I like, you know, I've played video games kind of 
you know, sporadically, like mm. I'll play for a while then I'll you know, jump on something else. Um, I don't really have a, a, enough, you know, the, you know, environment to play as much as I'd like to. Uh, so I just, I, I guess I just kind of missed out on the Witcher games yeah. um, versus other, versus other ones. As far as the books, you know, I just kind of found out that, oh, yeah, they're based off books. And, you know, I was, you know, I've been kind of having tossing around my head every once in a while. I was like, oh, I should read the books. Then I, you know, you know, find something like, I mean, I also have other books I'm trying to read and other things I'm trying to watch. So I'll, I'll get to them eventually. <laughs> and you said you just finished the show, right? Like for the second time. Really second, second watch through, yeah. Um, are there any, having only seen the show, is there only, <laughs> Are there any like unanswered questions you have at this point about? I'm sure plenty. Kind of how things are going. Anything you can um, think of? I'm kind of yeah. On, on uh, some questions about that the white flame. Um, as I you know took it from the show, it was just this vague kind of religious concept um, that was motivating. Uh, uh, what's that? Nilfgaard, mm. uh, and just more you know. And, and it's more a history of, of the realm is what I'm trying to figure. It's, I'd like to see more in season two, which I'll get to later. Wait, um, I'm sorry, is it the Order of the Flaming Rose? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember they mentioned it. Yeah, and I'm they, trying they to might remember have. as well. Because I know that's a thing. Uh, I feel like I remember being more prominent in the first game. Mm. Um, but it could be that I just forgot about it in the other games or it wasn't as big of an emphasis. Yeah, I was thinking of the Eternal Fire. That's what I was thinking of. That's what I, okay, maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe that's what they called it in the, Which show, is, they call um, in the show. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they call it something different in the show. I don't remember. It's been a long time. But in the game, they, they have, um, this is it's in Novigrad, is the, the cult of the Eternal Fire. Yeah. Yeah honestly like i really appreciated i i got into the series because or the the franchise i guess through watching the show and then playing the witcher 3 and that's the only witcher game i've played and i really did appreciate going into it because it's set much later in in years like Geralt's an old man and series mm -hmm. fully grown up yeah um it was nice to have all of this backstory um with with Geralt and yennefer and siri um, but I, I still feel like I do have a lot of questions as to kind of where these things came from um, and, and kind of what the point of it is, it is. And I think one of the unique things about a video game as an experience is you kind of have the option to miss a lot of stuff. And so mm -hmm. definitely on my first playthrough, um, I played through it and I was trying really hard to like do all of the side quests before I moved on with the main story but then at some point I was just like there's a lot <laughs> and and at some point I was like I just want to know what happens next and so I like skipped a ton of side quests and just like went on with the main story and it was like at some point it's like if you continue you're never going to be able to go back and I was like screw it let's go um so I feel like there's a lot of story you can miss uh, in playing a video game yeah and so i wonder are any of the books like you said there's short stories and then there's six books that are i guess a, a novel novels yeah um yeah are any of them like more backstory heavy well yeah so all of all of the books you know the, the games take place after all of the books okay um so like 
Yeah, The Witcher 3 is canonically the most recent thing that happens. Right. In there. And of course, the show is un- uh, it's not connected to those. It, it has no effect on those stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's more or less a retelling of... Um, I'm the trying books. to remember exactly if the, at the point we're at now, it's just the first book or the second book as well because it's weird it's weird because they they mixed up the events of things the order of Mm -hmm. events that was gonna be one of my comments about the first season yeah Yeah. so like in the in the short stories everything's pretty linear Mm. like things are happening in an order they're they're not really all very connected stories some of them are uh, you know, like there will be references to things, but, um, and you know, like again, things sort of lead into each other, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, that's how that's just kind of how the games are too, and that's actually just one interesting thing about the world of The Witcher and just their storytelling in general, because he's a Witcher and takes on all these contracts, you get the stories of him doing that, which means not everything's going to be related. Right. Um, and again, they they kind of did that in the show too. But it's yeah, they really <laughs> took it to another level in the the show, where yeah. it's like some of this is happening like a thousand years earlier, a hundred years earlier. Mm-hmm. How long yeah, and it's like, yeah. but you don't know that until much later. Yeah, yeah, you well, realize it's... that oh crap, the uh, I, I'm, these things are not happening at the same time. And like, wait, so this happened way before. Like I caught that in the um, the episode where they're at, I think the third episode where it's uh, Geralt's fighting, is dealing with the king's daughter and the daughter being that monster. And then seeing the king and his uh, sister um, at uh, in universe time, where we're looking at Yennefer, it's like, oh crap, this happened. This was a long time ago. Yeah. And that that just makes it again. It just it makes it hard to tell because again, then like you're reading the books and things are more linear. So you're like, wait, what? It it makes it hard. It makes it very interesting at the very least to predict what they're gonna do next in the show because unlike, how are they? How are they handling that? Are they continuing with the short stories? Or are they going to the novel? Or are they doing their own thing? Yeah, I really need someone to make me like a Witcher timeline and be like, this is when things happened. Because <laughs> I've like, especially, I can't imagine. Well, okay, let me say this. Especially having played The Witcher 3 now and like seeing how close like Siri and Yennefer and Geralt are, it's really shocking that like they they treated i mean they basically did their their not their origin stories i mean they did yennefer's origin story sure but like they started with these three completely separate stories of yennefer and siri and Geralt. and you wait for several episodes just like what are all these things have to do with each other and you realize at some point that like it is not linear and and the only thing that really kept me going was just wanting to know what the heck was happening yeah yeah. like the characters in the story were compelling enough that even though i was incredibly confused the whole time i was like who are these people and do they know each other and are they ever going to know each other like the only thing that kept me going was 
maybe we'll figure it out someday. <laughs> but the fact that they were telling such good stories at, with, or they were giving us these stories yeah. of, of the characters, like Geralt's timeline was was fun to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, Yennefer's was hardcore to follow. Right. You want to see what's going to happen with uh, uh, Siri? Is that her mm-hmm. name? Yeah. yeah, you want to see what's going on with Siri and how she's surviving the crap that she's in. Uh, they just did a really good job just giving us something to watch uh, yeah. and then filling in the gaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, then it's now that I'm thinking about that too, it's like their storytelling between all every medium is it's there's always something a bit weird about it like just very different because and like if you've only played the third game like hannah has it's you're not going to really notice as much but um i mean they kind of talk about it but you know in the first two witcher games it picks up where girl doesn't have any memories like he's lost his memory so you don't really have that background of, or he doesn't have the background of what happened in the books. So you're kind of trying to piece it together as he is. Plus you're also focusing on like the story that's happening in front of you. And then by the third, by the third game, well, the end of the second game, he gets all his memories back. And then you go into the third game where it's like, Oh, Hey, he knows everything. (laughs) Um, so that's another thing that just makes it kind of maybe not hard to follow because if you do pick up with the games, you know, it is, again, it does kind of guide you there too, but it, I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense to you. Well, it sounds like it's a good thing I watched the TV show before I played the third game. If Because mm-hmm. if the third game was my first introduction, I would have been probably very confused. Yeah. I mean, Maybe, I was confused uh, watching the show, but I, going into the third game, I understood all of the backstory that I had gotten from the show. Yeah. Well, and again, I, I did. You didn't do anything in the right order. No, I did nothing in the right order. I played the second game first, and then a little bit of the first game, I believe, and then the third game, and then the first, and then watched. No, read the books, played all the way through the first one then watched the show and now i'm in the first book the first novel <laughs> so all yeah. over the place all, so yes. you can't help me make a timeline <laughs> no. no but i feel like you know because <laughs> of doing it in that order i'm pretty much following the way they tell their stories <laughs> yeah i think by the after the end of season two they'll probably try to give us a uh, timeline to go off of Showing yeah, this, all this, all the stuff with Jennifer and Gerald, whatever, whichever happens first, whichever, whoever did their stuff first, whoever story started first, they'll deal with that, and then go into like show where all all the events you know pop up in the timeline, and maybe yeah. in season two will be a little more, be more streamlined with some with some flashbacks, of course, but mm-hmm. uh, more in the present day, everybody dealing with you know the main yeah. issues. Yeah, which I'm not. Even sure I know what the main issue is anymore? Nilfgaard. Is that the issue? Well, Nilfgaard. The issue is Nilfgaard. I mean, wrecking everything. So they killed everybody. People are trying to kill Siri, right? Is that the thing? They want Siri and they want to kill everybody else. Right. It's always complicated because, like, (laughs) Nilfgaard is always sort of 
Nerf cards never like the main enemy, which is something you you pick up on like again. That's something they do in like throughout um, The Witcher Two. They build up to it and then they like invade at the end of it, and then that's where you pick up in The Witcher Three where they have invaded, and it's a whole thing. But that just kind of is the setting. But it's not really the overall threat. It's so, just one of the things that's happening, which that's that's a whole thing that I find really interesting about the Witcher series is that it's very political. Mm. <laughs> There's a mm. lot of politics that goes for sure, on. For sure. A lot of uh, societal comments on society, yeah. especially medieval society. Yeah. So um in the show. Yeah, Hayden, you're going to hate this comparison, but it actually kind of makes me think of Avatar. Specifically oh. <laughs> with it just being that, like, the big bad baddie of the series is Ozai, right? The Fire Lord. And you're like, we got to go take it on the Fire Lord. But, like, he's only in, like, six episodes, right? And, like, while on their journey to go and defeat the Fire Lord, they're going on so many, like, wandering paths that they meet all these people who have had these totally flushed out stories. And I feel like the Witcher is the same way, where it's like, I'm trying to find Siri. Like, that's my goal. But in the meantime, I got to go talk to this guy. And he, like, I have to, like, help him find his dead baby. And I got to go talk to this other lady. And, like, she's having an issue. And it's just, like, there is this huge overarching storyline. But it's, like, so faint. Because everything else is so, like, flushed out and, and important-seeming. I'm going to raise you another uh, comparison okay um the middle the mandalorian <laughs> especially mandalorian. season one. Oh, come on dang it i don't especially I season one and i'm too I guess busy rewatching well. things well, well you know there is a there is a lone warrior who you know by himself you know lone um mandalorian you know, <laughs> uh yeah um by themselves you know not accepted with you know society or the, the, wherever he visits at seen as you know a threat they want to use him to but they want to use him to kill the monster or help them out and he's just trying to get paid so he can live um and but there is this um child <laughs> that comes into play that mm-hmm. you know gives them a kind of a longer term mission so very similar actually yeah, yeah. If you don't mind me going into some, I guess there would be spoilers for like the games, which again sort of continues from the books. But also, like, it's it's really hard to say, as I've said, uh, if that's going to be spoilers for the show, because I, I don't know the direction they're taking it. Well, warning now: possible spoilers. Yes. Go. Uh, also, spoilers for like one of the most popular rpgs <laughs> um, so if you haven't played it and i don't know what you're doing with your life davis um i i've had a lot going on yeah, is yeah. wait before so, you start is there a way to play to play the first one like has it been remastered because i know it came I out they're all on steam they're, they're okay. all on steam yeah. yeah unfortunately the way it's been done they have a very split audience for the games because the first one is only on PC. Well, and um, man. Um, the second one is on, is it was limited to 
PC and Xbox. Okay. <laughs> and then, uh, then the third one was like all consoles. So, PC okay. gamer. Yeah. Would um, I need to play the this first one to understand the second one? It's helpful, but you don't like have to. Okay. Just remember, Hayden, when we give Josh crap for not playing these games, imagine how long they must take to download with his internet speeds. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, you said boy, Steam, I'm like, well, it was like, <laughs> I'm not playing the first one. Anyway, the second we're talking one. about a main villain or mm -hmm. a main threat, it's not necessarily Nilfgaard. It's definitely more the Wild Hunt. Right. Um, and that's kind of where Siri comes into it because she has like she's like the child of prophecy or something like that. And yeah, yeah. The whole thing where she has like a the chosen special one. connection to the wild hunt and like can stop yeah. them and whatever. So it's yeah, that's like Nilfgaard is the I guess you could say more grounded political enemy like villain. Yeah. Um, and then Wild Hunt's the more like supernatural force of nature kind of yeah kind of villain yeah I was gonna ask you Hayden um with what you've read um how how well did the the, the tv show and the games I guess and the books like how how close to all being the same canon are they right because I feel like I watched the the tv show first and learned about specific events that I then learned about again in the game. And I was like, oh, that's the exact same thing. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I know about that. They, they definitely do a really good job of making it all, at, at the very least, identifiable. Hmm. Again, the, the order in which they switch things up is, is a little weird, but like it's, it's all there. There's even, um, there's even like sort of some stories that are retold more or less in the games. Like, uh, so one example is in the the first book, which is uh, what is that one called? Uh, Last Wish. The Last Wish. <laughs> oh, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's exactly what I was thinking of about the TV show and the the game. Yeah. So like in in one of the one of the stories there you get Ada, which I don't think Ada has come up in the show yet, as far as I recall. I so I remember you. looking for it. <laughs> um but she's a Striga. Hmm. And you can actually if you just want to go look up the trailer for The Witcher One, that's gonna be uh the story that you'll see there, more or less. Like very condensed and just a part of it but it's uh like the i think she's a princess or something and uh, but she's like cursed uh to be this monster at certain times and uh Geralt's hired to like save her or kill her either one i can't remember exactly what they go through a whole long discussion of the the terms of the save her by killing her not exactly. It is more complicated, but um, it, it's one of those complicated Witcher things where it's like they say kill her because she's a monster, but he's like, "Well, 
I can actually just kind of reverse this curse because she's more a victim here. Yeah. Not necessarily a monster. Um, so they show, like, there's that whole story in the, the book. And then in the game, they kind of, like, revisit it. It's just, like, afterwards. So you you do it, like, yeah, you essentially revisit that story, but it's, I don't know exactly how to say it. Like, it, no, the I, same situation comes up again, basically. I think I get what you're saying, because I was thinking about the, um, the bit where Yennefer is trying to work with the djinn to get, be able to have kids, right, mm-hmm. is basically what's going on. And they talk about that a bunch in the TV show. And then in The Witcher 3, if you kind of like take her, her romantic side quest um, path, you, I think you eventually go and like find that same djinn and take it down or whatever. But like it's yeah. links back to that story. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I see that we're not doing the same story as was in the show, but we're sort of revisiting it and commenting on it and talking about what happened and what was going on there, all that stuff. Yeah, and I, I think that's a really interesting way that they kind of are, they kind of try to let you in on these stories that you, you're you likely not to have experienced or known about before. Mm-hmm. And just by saying like, hey, so this happened, this already happened, so we're not gonna like, <laughs> just go back in time and do it but we're gonna let you in on it while progressing the story yeah yeah um, so in our final minutes here um i want to talk about what we are hoping for or thinking we're gonna see in season two of the tv show because it's coming out soon ish later uh, half of this year like the last yeah. between october and december of this year yeah it's one of those things that was on hold because of quarantine and now they're like it's coming soon and we're like all right what is that i think even before like when season after season one dropped they were saying yeah, that it's going to be over well over a year before the new, yeah. new season comes out do we know if um henry cavill or henry cavill mm-hmm. or is he coming back yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's already okay they, 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 they finished uh season two production they did a whole okay. thing of you know Oh, season two, season two wrapped and, you know. So I just thought there was something about like he post. wasn't going to come back for a while there. And I don't know. Because from what I heard, he like, didn't he like beg for this role? Uh, I don't know. I thought he was like, please. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I heard. And I really appreciated him as Geralt. Especially oh, yeah, so yeah. after yeah. getting to know the character. It's, but, it's always weird though, you know, because especially coming from the games, I'm like, I want him to look ex- and sound exactly like that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really appreciate it. It was funny at first being like, like, what is what is this actor doing? Like this character, he's this actor, this character he's playing is so boring and like doesn't have any emotion. And I was like, oh, wait a second. That's Henry Cavill. And he's supposed to be doing that and <laughs> got it. And then I was like, okay, actually, he's doing a great job. I get it. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I this, understand because you start to understand what a witcher is. Yeah, this and, role works. For, this role works for him very well. Yeah. Well, and the sort of the fact that you you kind of initially see Geralt as like this unfeeling person and then he he lets his personality shine in really subtle ways. And I love how like sassy he is sometimes. I don't remember how much they play on that in the TV show, but in the games, it's everywhere and I live for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
it it's wonderful and it, it, it is one of those things that they they also point out other characters point out constantly about him it's like yeah he keeps going on about like i'm i'm not emotional i have no emotions it's like yeah you do yeah, you're yeah. surprisingly emotional for someone who's not supposed to have emotions yeah yeah anyway season two yeah i'm looking forward to the uh, dynamic between Cirilla, sorry, Siri, uh, Geralt, and Yennefer, see how mm-hmm. they all play off each other. Um, more explanation about Nilfgaard and what, what all they're after, what their big, what their big goal is, mm-hmm. and of course more lore and more Yennefer. <laughs> Just more Yennefer. More Yennefer, yeah, more Yennefer. I yeah. love more Triss. <laughs> But just because I love Triss so much in the games. I want more Geralt, so there. <laughs> we, we all have specific <laughs> things we, we want to see. We all have very specific things we want to see. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Sorry, I was going to say, I am just very interested to see, as I've mentioned, what they where they go with the story exactly. If they kind of skip over... Uh, like the second book or if they skip over a lot of those stories to just move on to a more uh, consistent story or if they continue to kind of tell these like separate but loosely connected stories yeah yeah, I want yeah i'm them definitely to... oh go ahead go ahead Hannah, go ahead i was gonna say i'm definitely gonna have to rewatch season one before we get into season two because like especially having played the game i'm like still confused as to the timeline um but I, I'm curious to see kind of where they go and if if sort of all of the timelines converge or whether they are kind of still doing their own things or how that all works together. Because it seems like even in the game, they kind of come in and out of each other's lives a lot. Yeah. yeah. So curious yeah, to see I'm how just that plays out. Looking forward to see how they, you know, how many seasons they can do and how much of the of the series series they can adapt into the show. Cause I think yeah. it has potential to, to be a, you know, go for a while. Mm-hmm. and give us a lot of you know, epic epicness to, to follow. Well, at the end of the day, though, if they have been staying true to the books and, and to the canon, which it seems like they're doing a pretty good job of, I just want more of that. Like, let's not veer off from what was designed. It already is a fantastic universe with amazing characters. Like, let's just stay true to what we already have. And take very minor creative liberties, please. Yes, sir. That's where I'm at. But that's it for today. Um... What are we talking about next time? Next time, we are talking about disappointing endings. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, TV shows, I think we said. Specifically. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could be anything. Um, yeah. We mentioned so, movies, too. Yeah. So, really, when I say that I hope that The Witcher keeps doing what it's doing, I hope it doesn't go the way of Game of Thrones. But that's a conversation for next week. Yeah, let's uh, okay. Yeah, let's end. But next week, next week, next week, next week, next week. I look forward to that. And until then, nerd out, nerd out, nerd out.